reading 1 through uh, 14. Amen. Amen. Today I chose to read it out of the uh, New King James. Amen. Peter wrote it as such from, and I will start at verse 3. Let me start at verse 3. He wrote verse 3 to 13 is one sentence. Is one sentence in the Greek. Amen. Testing, one, two. Thank you. Um, let's give God some praise for his war, for the worship, for the song, for the dance, for his presence in the midst of our sanctuary. We don't want to miss that. We don't want to uh, not thank God for that. Amen? Amen. Amen. It reads as such in our hearing. Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us in him, that's in Christ, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love or in Christ. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. To the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved and the, and the beloved is in Christ. In him we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. In him also we have attained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his own will. That we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him we also trust that after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also which believe were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. 14, just for good measure. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. That's you. To the praise of his glory. Give God some praise. <laughs> yes, Lord. The thought I want to bring to you is becoming who you are. It's a paradox. Becoming who you already are. <laughs> Becoming who you already are. Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, move Tracy out the way and give freedom, give, give power, give anointing, give, let me to tap 
into that flow. Let me hear what the Spirit is saying. Lord, even now, take every weight, take every whatever out of the way that I may flow in you and speak that which you want me to speak. Then, oh, Father, I also ask for those that are in the audience that you remove any hindrance of hearing. Lord, let there be a clearness of hearing and understanding. Remove any distraction that may hinder them from hearing what the Spirit is saying. Lord, even now, speak, Lord. Even now, make clear that which you want us to hear collectively and individually. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I know it sounds like it's a paradox of saying becoming who we already are. But, but the truth of the matter is because we are tridimensional, because we are spirit, soul, and body, there's some things that God has done in our spirit that our soul and body got to catch up with. <laughs> the song that the choir just sang said that we are a spirit having a, a natural experience. We are not natural having experience, a spirit experience. No, you are spirit first if you're saved. And let me, can, I, can I dig into that a little bit more? If you're not saved, you're not even spiritual. You are spiritually dead. You, you are not really walking in the spirit. You don't have the spirit to walk in the spirit. Adam and Eve, when they die, when they sin, they died spiritually. Something happened that that source in them that was connected to God, that which was made in the image of God, died. It dissipated. It left. That's why in order to be saved, you must be born again. And what he's talking about is not a physical born again, but a spiritual born again. He must put back in you his nature, his seed, his character. That's why 1 Peter 1.23 says that you've been born again of an incorruptible seed, a divine seed that God has impregnated you in your spirit with himself. That's something to shout about. Say, he's talking about me. So, so can, can I step into this? So that means then that everything you need, everything you ought to be, is already in you. God don't have to add anything else to you. You just need to be, let him, allow him to bring out of you what he put in you. The Bible says that we have a treasure within us, though it's in earthen, a vessel, a clay vessel. He said, it's a treasure. I'll tell somebody, I got a treasure in me. I got, I got good things in me. Oh, I'm so precious. He died for me. You ought to give God a shout on that. So the essence of our Christian walk is we are and we are yet becoming. (laughs) We are and yet we are becoming. Can, Can I explain that? You can't walk in what you don't know about. 
in your spirit, but we got to put it in our thinking. There has to be an agreement between what God has already done and what what we believe. If you don't know your royalty is not God's fault. If you don't know greater is he that's in you than the devil in the world, it's not God's fault. Listen, you cannot activate the power until you agree with him you got the power. Hallelujah. Your thinking controls how much of God's provision you tap into. Hallelujah. Listen, we are forever becoming, forever growing. Listen, God did it, but it's your and my responsibility to go get it. Did you hear that? He gave everything at seed form. Seed means, listen, he did not give you seed to eat. I know we eat sunflowers. I know there's other seeds we eat. But the divine seed he planted in you isn't for eating. It's for growing. Now, if he planted it, that means it's our job to take care of it. Which means then that that if you wait on God to do something, you shouldn't be digging up your seed every day. The seed saw this from the store I was watching and a little girl is down on her knees and it looks like she got a little garden and she is she is digging up the dirt she's moving the dirt and I hear the grandmother say girl what you doing girl I told you you just planted that yesterday you're not gonna get nothing yet leave it alone guess what God is saying to us Just because you planted it today, you won't get fruit today. Can I walk through this? Can I walk through these verses with you? Allow me to take my time. I know I won't get far, but it's okay. But allow me to exegese this, okay? It says, blessed be the God of our Father, of the Lord Jesus Christ, listen, who has blessed us, given us favor already with every spiritual blessings in the heavenly, in Christ Jesus. Listen to what he's saying. It's the heavenly realm, but he's saying right there. He says, so everything you possibly could ever need for your journey is already in your account. Right. 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 Listen, Justin, come here. Let me, let me just speak to you, Okay. Before the problem hit you, God already foreknew it was going to hit you. Which means that before the foundation of the world, when he saved you, he already dealt with the problem that was going to hit you. God did it out of time so that the grace will show up in time. Did, did, did you get that? Did you get that? Your, your blessing wasn't done in time. It was done before time. Did did you get that? Because he said, I saved you before the foundation of time. So if he saved us before the foundation of time, in that saving of you was the keeping of you. Oh, let me step. Somebody didn't get that. 
Not only did he save you, that means initiate your salvation. Everything that has to do with you finish your work in your salvation was done before time. Greek has two words for time. Chronos and the other one is Kairos and Kronos. Okay. Now, what did I just say? Okay. Kronos deals with, it's, it's time as we know it. It's, it's, it's quadratical time. Kronos means in the minute of time. That at that moment, something happens. Y'all get it? Listen, God steps out of time and sets everything up in time. Now, the problem with that, now let me know if you got this problem. You see the problem and you want God to answer it before the problem hits you. You want God to step in, not right on time, but before time. Has anybody else got that problem? Is, this, huh? Is anybody else? See, and then the closer say, I'm problem. You want God to take care of me before I get there. <laughs> See, and if God don't take care of it sooner or later, you might take care of it yourself. And when we take care of ourselves, we have moved out of the blessing of what God is about ready to do because we didn't trust him enough to step in right on time. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? See, I thought this was just for me. Perhaps somebody else needs this too. Listen, see, 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 what we want is not what God is after. Thank you, Miss Terry. Where Miss Terry at? Because what you talked about is God working in Kronos time, that what he did was took care of it right on time, but it wasn't your timing. But you had enough faith to trust him that God would do what he said he was going to do. So you did something that was inconvenient and hard to do. And then you waited to see what God was going to do. So what God did was right before it hit, God stepped in and not only blessed and took care of the problem, he gave you more than what you needed because that's the type of God that we serve. My question is this. Do you trust God enough knowing that God works out of time but will step in right on time to fix whatever you have on time? That's, that's our God. That's our God. Watch this, watch this, watch this. The blessing, let's see, next verse. I, 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 next verse, because I want to go to the other. He said, even in him, he chose us, picked us out for himself. Listen what he said. He said, you're mine. If you're his, won't he? Won't he? Won't he? Listen, God is a better parent than you are. And if you would take care of your children, won't God take care of you? Listen, he, listen all of heaven is watching how he operates in your life. The angels are shouting about, listen, not only did you shout, angels were shouting. Because they saw the move of God. Guess what? You got more shouts off your testimony than I get off my preaching. (laughs) 
But scripturally, that's what he says. It says, to the praise of his glory, that when you see him operate, you start shouting. But not only do you start shouting, other folks start shouting about what he did in your life. Because they know if he did it for you, he'll do it for me. There ought to be some shouting folks up in here. Listen, don't get jealous when God bless somebody. Start shouting when God bless somebody. Because if he's blessing over there, if he's blessing over there, he can bless right here. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I'm not jealous that they shouted over you, your testimony. I was shouting too. Because I said, Lord, if you did it for her, To the praise of his glory. Now, hold on. I got to correct some things. Because some folks believe that you can be out of order and get blessed. Listen, God wants you to stay right where he put you. You got where I'm coming from. And even though it gets hard here, the blessing is coming down this line. But if, but, but if we are so concerned about when, and we're so concerned that God's not going to be on time, when we don't trust him, we get in the flesh and get in the natural, and we start manipulating things. We start helping God out. We start fixing it ourselves. We start working behind the scenes. Now, hold on now. Now, look what happened. I just moved out of position. Now, here come God with my blessing. Now, two things either happen. Either turn around and go back where it came from because it realized faith pressure is gone or it passed me by and I missed what God was getting ready to do. Not that God didn't send it. Not that God wasn't blessing. But I moved out of position. So guess what? That blessing I missed, but I can't blame God because he sent it. It's the timing of God that we trust him by faith. He's always stretching. See, we're looking for the answer. God is looking for spiritual results. We're looking for God to take the hurt away, the worry away, the pain away, and God's looking for you to trust him. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about you. I, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But, but I can say for myself, my troubles has helped me. Oh, y'all don't hear me. The very ones that tried to use me and abuse me helped me grow in my faith. The very folks that, that worked behind my back is the ones I need to go, thank you, thank you, because you made me stronger. Thank you, because you made me pray more. Thank you, because you brought me to my breaking point. And in my breaking point, God showed up and showed up. Oh. Huh. Oh, oh, if it had not been a Judas, he would have been taken to the cross. 
Thank God for the Judases in your life. Your Judas took you to the next level if you trust God. That's why, hold on. That's why it's not good to fight everybody. We fight fights that was never meant to be your fight. And as long as you fight it, God ain't going to fight your battle. You know, God isn't going to do one thing. I can't swing because you're in my way. Or he swings and you get hit because you're in his way. (laughs) My brothers and sisters, when you trust God, when you begin to walk in this, and you begin to say, Lord, you already had it fixed before the death, before time was, before you started time. That's what foundation is. Before I started anything, I already fixed it. Before I, I, before, before I said Genesis 1-1, I already chose you. Now, don't get confused with chose an election with whosoever will. Someone says, well, which one is it? Both. Both. Let me show you. The Old Testament is a picture of the New Testament. So when I see the children of Israel, I see them being chose. But when I see Ruth, when I see Rahab, and I see that, that they, wasn't, they was Gentiles and not Israelites, but I see them in the blessing. I see that they saw how awesome their God was, and they, and they, and they, and they chose to become part of it. My fact, Ruth chose so good, she became in the bloodline of Jesus. So don't tell me God won't open up the door for everybody. Don't tell me God is in the business of saving folks. And no matter how he does it, the fact that he does it, let him do what he do. And all I'm saying to you, you ought to thank God. You know what else this helped me? Because some people say, well, since I chose it, I can do what I want to do. Not if you really know him. You can't tell me that you can see the goodness of God. You can't tell me that you understand the gift of your salvation and you can act anyway. The closer I get to him, the more I see how good he's been, the more I love him. Listen, listen, listen. I don't love him because I just love him. I love him because he first loved me. And the more I recognize how much he loved me, the more I want to be like him, the more I want to order my steps and that he wants me to walk in. Why? 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 It's not that I'm that good. It's that he loves me. Listen, when you are loved, love will make you act right. Love will make you talk right. Love will act you walk right. He said, if you love me, obey my commandment. If you love me, just do what I tell you to do. If you love me, listen, it's not checking the boxes. It's a love check. How much do you love me? And I... I, I I'm afraid of the person who says they know him and can act anyway. There's a monkey 
on the line somewhere. I'm not saying they're not saved. I'm just saying they don't see what I see. Because if they saw what I saw, they wouldn't act the way they act. Because the more you see him, oh, won't he change you? Won't he, won't he, won't he, won't he, won't he? Oh, Lord, help me. Help me. We are chosen. Turn, 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 turn. Say, say, I'm chosen. I don't know why he chose me. But he picked us out. But says, for himself. You're his. You're his. Question. If he has this plan that he has already worked out, if he chose you, will he lose you? We're talking about God now. Even if you go astray, don't he know where to find you? <laughs> Matter of fact, you, you don't even know it, but if you really his, He's there in the pig pen with you because the Holy Spirit can't leave you. He's grieved inside of you, but sooner or later, sooner or later, you know, I, I, I've seen people, and, and this is my own observation. I've seen people, they, they, they are sick and they're laying in a coma for a long time and people wonder what happened. They think nothing happened. I think when you're in a coma, everything happened. I, I don't think it's happening in your, in your physical. I think it's happening in your spiritual. Don't you know God would get you right before he brings you home? Any way he has to get you right? If it means to put you in a coma to stop you from being yourself, Is that dedicated about you? He is that serious about you. You know what fear the Lord really means? Take him seriously. <laughs> it means that, that, that I reckon that, Lord, you got me. Lord, you, you know, you gotta do some self talk. You gotta do, hey, 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 hey. Stuff will hit you so hard that you think that you, <laughs> you know, you, it make you feel like God done forsaking you. Listen, 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 listen. Faith is not based on your feelings. Faith is based on his word. It's knowing his character enough knowing that God don't change. So even if the situation tells you that God is against you, you need to stand flat-footed on the fact that you know that you have accepted him. And though it looks like that God is against you, you trust that you are his child because he said he, you are his child. Not based on you, but based on him. You know, I'm so glad I don't have to, I don't have to depend on me. I depend on him. Listen, listen what I'm saying. You can be so bad and still know that God haven't given you up. Hallelujah. You know what God would do? God will wait till you at your worst. 
them love you so good. You want to talk about crying? You cry when God has just loved on you and you know you don't deserve it. Because most of the time, most of us think we deserve it. And the truth of the matter is, none of us deserve none of it. So the goodness of God has been so good because God is just good. He chose us. Watch this. We are his in Christ before the foundation of the world. Now watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He says, he says, God's desire outcome is that we should be made holy. Now, now let, me, let me clear this up. Because many of us say, well, I'm going to try to be holy. Really? <laughs> Tell me what that is. Because in yourself, you can't do that. Holiness and blameless is in twofold. Number one, because you're covered by the blood, God sees us as holy and blameless. Right now, he already calls you holy and blameless because he sees you through the blood and he sees the divine seed he has placed in you. So watch this. So in spite of your actions... Not based on your actions. Because watch this. Because if it's your actions, if it's you doing it, then you can take credit for it. But because God has already placed it in you, that's how he sees you in spite of you. Now, 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 let's, let's walk through this. I see some frowns in the house. You know where the frowns coming from? Because we want some part in it. We want to think we bring something to the table. Can I help you? That's religion. That's religion. You've been taught, we've been taught for a long time. You know, now you be good. Wait a minute. My flesh don't know how to be good. My flesh is wicked. So, so if anything comes up out of me, it's out of the spirit. So God gave it to me so I can't take credit for it anyway. You know, what, you know what God is telling us? He said, I want Tracy to die to Tracy so Christ can come alive in Tracy. Because as long as Tracy trying to do what only the spirit can do, you're going to mess it up every We're not checking boxes. We're getting closer. The closer you get to him, you get more like him because he draws out of you what he put in you. If you do anything and don't see Christ as the center point, then it's the flesh trying to do holy, and the flesh can't do holy. Listen, I don't care how much you read the Bible. If the flesh is reading the Bible, the flesh can't do it. I don't care how much you pray. If the, if the flesh is doing the prayer. Robbie Zachariah said he was talking to a Muslim, and a Muslim said, we're going to win. He said, Robbie, the reason why we're going to win is because of your Christian's perspective. He said, what you mean? He said, the man drew a circle and put a dot in the middle of the circle. 
He said, you Christians have Christ on the circumference of the circle. You are in the center. He said, us Muslims have Allah in the center. And we are on a circumference. You know what? His concept is halfway right. <laughs> They're not going to win because Allah is in God. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Okay? But you know what? He's right about our paradigm that needs to shift. The reason why we don't have more power, the reason why there's not more miracles, the reason why the church is not being as effective as it could be, the reason why you hear all the mess that's going on is because many Christians are, we living our lives with us in the center and Christ on the circumference. What we need to do, do is put Christ in the center of everything, put us in the circumference, and we live our lives circling him because it's really all about... <laughs> That's power. He's our source, which means that we get his resource. He says, if you delight yourself in me, then I'll give you the pleasures that's in my hand. Don't go for my hand. Go for me, because if you got me, you got my hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come says, I'm almost finished. I'm almost done. Matter of fact, we might as well end it here because I can't get to where I want to. One more concept. It says that we are, uh, I don't see it there. Next verse. He said, we are foreordained, destined, planned, in love to be adopted, revealed as his own children. Adoption is a, is a marvelous thing. It really is. It is children who have no home is now picked out and chosen. That's, that's awesome. That's, 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 that's wonderful. Now, that family can give them their last name. That family can dress them in their clothes. That family, the father can get that young boy haircut like his hair is. He can teach him how to walk and teach him how to walk. He, you know, he can say, he can say, he can say, this is what we do in our family. The one thing he can't do, the one thing he can't do, if you take a blood sample, the DNA will show that they're not Blood related. But this adoption isn't human adoption. <laughs> see, see, this adoption is a God adoption. Did I tell you that our God can do anything? Did I tell you that our God is an awesome God? Did I tell you that God can step in right on time? Did I tell you that God has a way of changing 
what we used to be to what we are. Y'all, y'all don't hear me. See, I, 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 let me go down a little bit. Ephesians chapter 2 said, I was this. We used to be children led by the prince of the power there. We was children of wrath, but God, but God. I know I'm too soon with this, but God did a but God in your spirit. God, 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 God placed in you his character, his spirit, everything about Jesus Christ is now in you. See, I could take your blood and your blood won't look like, but if I was able to test your spirit, the same spirit that's in God the Father, that's in God the Son, God the Holy Ghost is the same spirit that abides in you. So his character that is in him is in you. So you ought to let God be God in you. You ought to let Christ be Christ in you. Listen, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I almost huh? Somebody sang. He says in 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 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, it says, where the spirit is, there is liberty. There's a setting free. There, 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 there's, there's, there's a freedom. There's a peace. There's a joy. Listen, just say with me, that's mine. You may not be walking in it yet. There's a joy. There, there's a something that, how can I say this? Being broken is uncomfortable, but it's good. <laughs> oh, y'all didn't hear me. There's something when you know you can't do it and you let Jesus do it, there's a satisfaction. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, have you ever seen somebody stretch out on a couch? You need to stretch out on Jesus. There, there is a stretching out in him then there is a power of him comes through because it's not you doing it. You letting him do it. Oh, the peace. Oh, the joy. You know, you know what? You know what? You know, at some point, we got to make a choice whether we're going to trust us or trust him. And what should happen is more and more we ought to trust him more. You know how you trust him? You got to keep your focus on him. You got to keep on looking at him. Listen, listen. I know the waves are going to come. I know the storms are going to come. I know the rain is going to come. But if Jesus hasn't moved, you shouldn't move. Y'all hear me? It's, it, you know, you know no, the gospels are really for us. Here Jesus is sleeping at the back of the boat and the storm is raging. And the disciples are trying to fix the boat. Finally, these fishermen have done everything that they could do. Peter goes down and says, Master, cares? They're not. He said, and, and Jesus rebukes him. He don't rebuke him for waking him up. He rebuke him for the reason he wakes him up. Let me explain. They should have known that if Jesus 
was on the boat. The boat couldn't sing. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Listen, listen. I don't care how much water filled up the boat. Jesus was on the boat. The one that came walking on water was on the boat. The one who made the water was walking, was in the boat. It don't matter how the waves built the boat. As long as Jesus is in your boat, your boat can't sink. Oh, no, it can't. I don't care what the wind does, what the wave does. If Jesus is in your boat, your boat can't sink. So what you need to say, wind, Jesus is on the boat. Storm, Jesus is on my boat. Devil, Jesus is on my boat. Trouble, Jesus is on my boat. Situation, Jesus is on my boat. I rebuke you, Jesus is on my boat. Is Jesus on your boat? Is Jesus in your boat? The boat of your life. The boat of your situations. Couldn't sink. Impossible for it to sink. Because of the one that was in their boat. I know it felt like it. I know it seems like it. But if he's in your life, it's impossible for you to go down for the third time. It's impossible for you to drown. He may wait until your hand is up out of the water to pick you up but he's going to come pick you up. That's why you need to raise both hands in praise. Choose either hand you want to lift me up with, Lord. I praise you. I worship you. I magnify you. Lord, grab my hand in my sinking. Lord, grab me because I'm going to wait on you. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to wait right here. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to wait right here till you bring about. Waiting, praying, praising, studying is watering the seed. Sooner or later, that seed is going to go pop. Now, in the popping process, there's some hurting. Because of the leaf that we have put around us to cover us, to make ourselves to protect us. But what happens is the very thing that we have set up around us is stopping us from growing. So what God has to do is get us wet enough, get us hot enough, get us bothered enough, get us dependent enough until that which he put on the inside go pop. Oh, I hear some popping. I hear some popping. I hear some popping right now. I hear some popping. Don't worry about it. Let it go pop. 
Let, 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 let the flesh pop off of you. Let the attitude pop off of you. Let your dependency on yourself pop out of you. Let God take over and let there be spiritual growth. He's in the boat. He's in the boat. He's in the boat. He's in the boat. Everything gonna be okay because he's in the boat. Everything gonna be just fine because he's in the boat. Oh. Hmm. You have allowed Satan to get you out of alignment. Listen. The devil can't touch you when you are where you're supposed to be. But when you are out of alignment, not only can he bring damage to you, he'll bring damage to the rest of your family. You hear me? But when you are in alignment, there is a covering of the blood that he can't the devil can't go through because the power is in the blood. <laughs> Are you in alignment? Do you know him? Is he in your boat? Today, I got preachers that will pray with you and talk with you. If you're here today, and you're not sure, let us pray with you. Let us talk with you so that you can be right where you need to be. Come on, choir. Mm.